Hey, it's Emily from OSU University Counseling Services, and today I'm going to talk about something called the window of tolerance. And this is the concept that was created by Dr. Dan Siegel, and basically the window of tolerance is a space where you feel regulated, maybe things in your life are going really great, or if they aren't, you feel like you have the emotional capacity to identify how you're feeling, handle the stressful situations that are coming up, and are able to self-regulate. Dr. Dan Siegel describes this as the optimal arousal zone, arousal meaning emotional capacity and functioning. So within the window of tolerance, there can still be ups and downs. However, you're still in the window of being able to manage it and self-regulate. What can happen is certain situations, thoughts, intense emotions, having a flashback, or a bunch of small things that build up can move you out of your window. So when you move out of the optimal window of tolerance, the response can look differently depending on who you are and the situation and feelings that are occurring. Some examples of becoming dysregulated are withdrawing and isolating from other people, experiencing fatigue, maybe you feel like you need to sleep all the time and no matter how much you sleep, you still feel like you are tired and didn't get enough sleep. Sometimes people feel irritable or at any moment might start crying in a situation where they typically wouldn't. And overall, being dysregulated is experiencing a noticeable increased amount of stress. So those are just some examples, but there are a lot of ways people experience dysregulation, so it is important to know what those symptoms are for you so you can better notice it when it's happening. So like I said, those are just some of the symptoms that can happen when you get moved a little bit out of your window of tolerance. Then, if we aren't able to manage feeling dysregulated and get back in our window, then that dysregulation can progress into hyper or hypoarousal. Hyperarousal can often feel like a person doesn't have any control over what's going on in their life, can be very self-critical, angry, experience significant anxiety and stress, and it can often trigger a fight-or-flight response, which can make you feel overly alert or jumpy, and just overall really overwhelmed. So that's hyperarousal. And the opposite of that is hypoarousal, which can feel more like depression, feeling numb within your body and emotions, maybe altogether feeling separate from your thoughts and emotions, feeling disconnected with yourself and others, significant withdrawal from others, experience low or no motivation, overall feeling like you've shut down, similar to that freeze response. So why is this important to know? For starters, I think it can help you better understand yourself, which then can hopefully lead to increased self-compassion. I think it is really important to remember that emotions inform us that something is going on, and if we are able to notice when we are slowly getting out of our window of tolerance and becoming dysregulated, we can try to prevent those more extreme stages of hyper or hypoarousal. Often the ways to manage these states are self-awareness, self-care, and engaging in coping skills that work for you. Some examples of ways to stay or get back in your window of tolerance are grounding yourself with guided breathing or meditation. There are a lot of apps out there, or you can create your own breathing routine. There are also several podcasts posted in the past. Some of them are the 54321 guided grounding exercise, square breathing, and find your calm. Some are longer than others, so just find the one that you like and that works for you. Another way to get back or in or stay in your window of tolerance is to challenge your thoughts. Look at evidence for the thought you're having and evidence against the thoughts to help balance out your fears or worries. Ask yourself, is this thought or worry realistic? If it is, how likely is it to happen? 
If it is likely, or if it would just help, you could create a plan for what you would do if this thought came true. Another way to challenge your thoughts are to change them from negative to more factual. If that is something you're interested in, I posted a previous podcast about negative to factual self-talk. But in short, it is taking a negative or judgmental thought you are having about yourself or a situation and rephrasing the thought to how you are really feeling that's still factual without the extra added judgment. So just a quick example, if you failed an exam or and have the thought, I'm a failure, you could rephrase that to something more factual like, I'm disappointed in my grade, or I wish I would have studied more. It's still you being honest with yourself, but there's not that extra layer of judgment or blame there. Another potential idea is journaling. Journaling can be very cathartic. It helps you slow down, it can help you self-reflect and identify what you're thinking and feeling to help gain insight or perspective, or just ground you to be able to get those thoughts out and being able to validate yourself. Another potential coping skills are listening to music, exercising, spending time with friends, being creative. And being creative could look really like anything, like to building something, drawing, painting, journaling, like I mentioned a bit ago, or even engaging in a craft or something like that. Lastly, another idea is to consider initiating individual counseling services. It can be helpful to talk about what you're experiencing, brainstorm ideas with the counselor that are specifically tailored to you, and also help develop a better understanding overall what is going on and maybe some of the reasons these things are coming up for you. If that's something you're interested in or have more questions about and you're a student, please contact us at University Counseling Services. All right, that's just a little bit about the window of tolerance, and I hope that helps provide some framework and language on your continued journey to better understand yourself and improve mental health. Thanks for listening today. Have a good one.